Welcome back. I know it's been a little while, but uh, due to some uh, unforeseen circumstances, I have been kind of off, but I am back, and I think this is a relatively short one, but if you would like, get something to eat, get something to drink, and join me for a little reading. Today's reading will be All Might's Fangirl. It is available on AO3 by The Hooligan P. So I do hope that you enjoy, sit back, and relax. You fidgeted with your skirt, making sure it continued to look flattering. The time was 2.35pm and the special guest speaker, the great, the famous, the symbol of hope, All Might was to be undertaking a seminar on heroism, what it takes. Needless to say, it was a big deal on your college campus. Luckily, you had been told in advance by your friend Sven Mitsuki, who worked in the fashion department. Your nerves made you fidget as a crowd of people piled at the reception hall. The theater wasn't fully open to the public yet, but the thought of all the people who would be there made you look worried just a little. Inky! You turned around to see where your name was being called, and surely there was Mitsuki rushing over in her red pump heels. Loose ripped jeans and a crop top. Her fully blonde hair bouncing as she ran. You wave to her as she runs towards you to hug you tightly. Her long arms wrapped around you in a hug. You look so cute today, Inky. I told you this would suit you. Turn for me. Giving a little spin, letting your flared A-line mini plaid skirt sway. You had coordinated with a chunky knit beige sweater and matching thigh-high socks, ending in a sensible chunky heel. You didn't want to admit how you woke up an half an hour early just to get ready because you knew photographers would be everywhere. You think so? <laughs> yes, you said, swinging you around. Let's look at some coffee before this starts. I don't really want to feel tired. I already had calculus classes and you know how that makes me feel. Perfect. I already signed in, Mitsuki said, leaning your way to the library coffee shop. After a quick snack of oversized donuts, you both sped into the theater to get front row seats. Your foot tapping on the wooden floor as the sweet nectar of caffeine flew into your system. I'm so excited, you whisper. Girl, I can tell now calm down, she says as she wraps an arm around yours. And soon the lights of the stage appear. Circling blues, reds and whites dancing on the stage and drums beat in the background. Do not fear. A strong voice boomed from the speakers, projecting on the sides through the sound waves coming from all of the theater. For I am here. The crowd cheered recklessly as only encompassed the stage. His large frame, so at home in such a vast area, he wore his costume, skin tight, showing every curved muscle in his body. A sharp jawline that could rival a knife and beautiful bright blue eyes. It was hard to believe that he was already 30 years old, but the Delph energy was much too strong to handle. You wonder if it was even appropriate to call him a Delph, as he was only 8 years older than yourself. He moved around the stage gracefully like a dancer. His hands swayed with the wording, giving his speech a more personal feeling. His blonde hair stiff in the back, swayed by his neck. 
A few times you found yourself making direct eye contact with him, and then he would turn with a smile, melting your little heart. The seminar went on for an hour with people asking questions and a lot of flashes from cameras and cell phones. It had been distressing to have all this come to an end, but the gentle assurances and bias he gave was gave you the hope that one day, somehow, someday, your paths would cross again. Inky, I got a surprise for you, Mitsuki whispered in your ear as people rose from their seats to leave. She held you from standing up. Come, follow me. You waited until your row was cleared and then followed her to the left of the stage. You walked past the guarded door and some students. A specky hair student was posted by a giant metal door and he motioned you guys closer and then quickly opened the door and closed it. And there you saw... All Might, in all his heroic glory, surrounded by college admin and the student council as they were rushing to shake his hands, others getting autographs and you stood timidly in the corner, waiting as people left one by one. Then finally, people had left and Mitsuki had found herself networking amongst the administrative cloud, acting as if you had any business actually being there. Your eyes gaped up the length of his body, his confidence tried as he used a strong, conscientious voice. You felt as if somebody had been watching you, and with a moment, your eyes caught his smile, bright and wide, and his gaze straight towards you. The room spun about a bit as you looked around, wondering if there was someone else worthy of such a cute smile. But there was no one else but you to receive it, and you smiled back as big as you possibly could. Hesitantly stepping closer, excited for the possibility of actually going to talk to the famous Omen. You took out your phone from your pocket, decided that the possibility of taking a picture was way more to handle, but you were still excited, and as expected as of a celebrity and professional that he was, he welcomed you with open arms. Hello there, he said, a bit quieter to you than anyone else. Perhaps it's because you looked a little too frightened. Hi, it's nice to meet you. Your neck stretched as you looked up at his large figure, trying to ignore the massively ample chest and trying to make eye contact. Would you mind if I took a photo with you? No problem. I always like being approached by my fans, especially ones as cute as you. Your eyes lowered to the ground, and then your eyes rose once more, to see, to see his hand that was amply waiting for your phone. Allow me. Your hand, you hand the phone over to, and he posed for the camera, but you barely made it to his bus line. Permission to get closer, he asked. He nodded. In any way you want. And in that moment, you wish you could delete your own words. But that just got a little chuckle out of him. Oh, we're bold, bold, he said in a mocking tone. Oh, you could wish you could curl up and just die. But I like it. And in one swoop, your feet were off the ground as he held you by your waist. Holding back a yelp of surprise and a laugh of excitement, you held up to his neck as he took pictures. You felt so special, tall and excited to be in the arms of a strong man. 
Omar places you down gently, but he seems to type something into your phone. Thank you, you say as you held out your hand. He bent down and placed your phone into your open palms and his breath in your ear. I gave you my number. I will be here for the next two days and just let me know. He backed away, giving a sly little wink. Mr. All Might, Sir Knight I said, stop flirting and let's start practicing for your next seminar. He pulled out All Might's arm, tugging him away. Ah, uh, sorry, gotta go, he said loudly. The room filled with goodbyes and see you tomorrows. But you could have floated on cloud nine forever. Inky, Mitsuki said, shaking your shoulders. I saw you getting friendly with Mr. All Might. You okay? Your face is red. Let's go outside, I'll tell you, you say, jogging out the door. Your feet felt amazing as you almost floated between steps. You slammed across the door, letting the cold air hit your cheeks. Inky, slow down, where are you going? You laugh, but the giddy, bubbly feeling made you feel super light on your feet as you ran towards the dorm. Run! You said, laughing. <laughs> You raced up to the third floor of the co-ed dorm room and placed open the door, jumping into your bed. Mitsuki came a few minutes later, huffing and puffing. You screamed into your pillow, legs kicking out sporadically, releasing energy. Okay, spell! She huffed, nitro glistening sweat dripping on her forehead. I got his number! He said he's going to be here for next two days! You rolled around in your bed, holding your pillows for dear life. No way. Yes, it's my best friend. Go, best friend. Go, best friend. Ah, fuck it up. Ah, fuck it up. Ah. She said, dancing around, shaking her hips. You laughed her head off as she continued to hype you up, and you just couldn't help but joining, dancing as awkwardly as you could imagine while still holding a beat. I don't know if I should actually hit him up, though. Bitch. If you don't skip and hop into his bed. You will always regret not knowing. She put her hands up. But I'm not forcing you. If you don't like him, don't. But if you want to, don't stop yourself. Just do it. Mitsuki said, grinding her hips in an exaggerated motion. I'll text him tonight. I won't promise anything, but I will send him a goodnight text or something. Is that good enough? Hmm. Is that good enough for you? Mitsuki asked back with a little wicked smile. And it couldn't help but to laugh back. It was nice to see that you had such a best great best friend who knew you even better than you knew yourself. Alright, well, let me at least get my homework out of the way. He's deflected. But it's Friday, she whined. And seeing that it had no effect. Fine, coward. She said, taking the bed beside you. Night had fallen and you'd find yourself fidgeting with your phone. Landing on a picture of All Might holding you up, your stomach flopped around. It wasn't too late. Only 8 p.m. Yeah, the sun was gone. And it could be mistaken for a booty call. Well, you rolled your eyes. A booty call wouldn't be bad either. And you looked at Mitsuki, who had her head in her laptop, surrounded by junk food wrapper. Mitsuki, pssst, he whispered, hoping not to bother your other roommate who was snoring on the couch outside. Mitsuki took her headphones off. Huh? You pressed your lips together with a smile. I'm going to text him. She jumped out of her bed, landing on yours. Do it! Do it! 
She chanted, holding back a little laugh. Clicking on his name, you went to your messages. What should I say? Ask if he's up. Hey, uh, I don't know if you remember me from the seminar. It's Inky. You texted, adding the picture you took together. You relaxed and hoped it might not even answer. But that was short-lived as three dots appeared on your screen. Me too, he's writing. He's writing back to me. What do I do? What do I do? Breathe. And wait for the calm text to come through okay just calm down she said while digging her nails into your arm you could tell she was nervous and that only made you more nervous the three dots became words hey beautiful yeah i'm up uh are you doing anything tonight oh shit oh shit he wants that but suki screamed making the other roommate slam her fist against the wall Go to sleep in your own room, Mitsuki yelled at the wall, and she nudged you to respond. No, I'm not. Just doing nothing. The reply now came much faster. Uh, cool. I mean, we could do nothing together. Uh, let me know where to pick you up and, you know, I'll come around. Oh, well, you know, I live on campus. Mitsuki read every word through your shoulder. Oh, uh, you want me to pick you up from the dorms or outside of campus? Mitsuki got up and began to void through your closet. You knew she was already planning outfits. Outside is best. I don't want people talking about me. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I'll be there in 20 minutes. With a bunch of heart eyes emojis. You sat shell-shocked. Letting everything process. 20 minutes? <laughs> you screamed in full panic mode, taking over. I got to look hot in 20 minutes. You already look hot, just chill out, Mitsuki said, grabbing a pair of curved, hugging, stretchy black jeans and an oversized, long sleeve crop top. While she rummages through your shoes, you proceed to fix your hair and remove the day's makeup, applying your skincare and your outfit that was placed beside your desk. 20 minutes had gone and gone, and you had made your way to the front of the campus. Your stomach growled and gurgled with the fury of a war between hunger and nerves, but that wouldn't stop you. Your eyes landed on a rather large BMW parked at the entrance of your college. Its dark tinted windows rolled down to show a suspicious man in a gray hoodie and sunglasses at night. He takes out the hoodie and his blonde hair falls around his face and you were sure it was All Might in what he considered a disguise. He waves at you to get closer and the door opens itself and you enter quickly, hoping that nobody saw. Hey there, Inky. He said, giving you a small peck on the cheek. You could feel the blood rush to your face. <laughs> you said while tugging strands of your hair behind your ear. Oh, um, you could just call me Yagi, by the way. Um, are you hungry? And as if on cue, your stomach ground its answer. Oh my, Yagi rolled his <laughs> laughed, rolling his eyes, his <laughs> smile never fading. He laughs and it calms your nerves and makes you laugh a little bit. Uh, yeah, a little, little hungry. You could say that. You can add, and with a nod, you both drove through the tent. Store slides twinkled in the college town as you zoomed quickly across the city to the wealthier part of town. 
Luckily, you had already come here with a group of your friends, and so you had a general idea of the area. But now you had a worst feeling. How exactly were you supposed to fit in? It's not like you were dressed for the occasion. He just said to chill, and you called back a groan. But when your lies ended on him, he wasn't dressed for anything. He had his gray sweatpants, sneakers, and there was no way that either of you were getting in anywhere fancy. But just to prove you wrong, you see a fancy Italian restaurant come into view and the car made a beeline straight for it. All might, you said softly as he parked. Yagi, please, he said, his arm leaning over the back of your seat as he reversed. The lines of his neck exposed and his jawline stiff. Yagi, um, don't you think we're a little underdressed? <laughs> That's cute, Inky. He said and your name in a way that made butterflies flutter in your stomach. I'll take care of that. Don't worry about it. You're my guest tonight. He strode out of the car, opening the door for you, and he gestured for your hand. You felt like it was a bit too much, but it was kind of cute. And so, you took his hand and arriving in front of well-dressed people in suits and cocktail attire. Yagi made his way to the front, as confident as ever. A reservation for two, he said to the busboy. Um, sorry, sir. We have a strict dress code, he said quietly, clearly intimidated by the giant seven-foot man. I think you can make an exemption. Yagi said placing some type of ID on the podium would mean the poor busboy's eyes widened like saucers. My apologies, sir. Uh, I'll, res- uh, I- I'll definitely get you a reserved private room uh, ready for you. He led the way to a small enclosed room that held beautiful plants and flowers. The walls were made of windows that showed the beautiful view of the river below and the stars glittering in the sky. A giant crystal can chandelier dazzled above the floral centerpiece surrounded by white and gold candles. You sat at a table for two with red and chairs and white and red embroidered napkins. Order anything you want, it's on me, Yagi said as he removed his sunglasses and hoodie. He was left in his loose blue fitting t-shirt and he shook his golden hair, letting it fluff in waves. You couldn't help but to salivate over him. Um, okay, well, you know, I'll just have whatever you recommend. You say looking at the ridiculously fancy named food and ingredients. Plus, not having the prices on the menu was a telltale sign that you had no clue how much any of this would actually be. A beautiful dressed waitress comes over, her coppery red hair short and neat, in a black dress and heels, and you couldn't help but to feel very out of place again. Her green eyes lit up like Christmas lights as she recognized him as All Might. Good evening, she said with a sultry deep voice. Mr. All Might, have you seen her menu? She said, lowering herself over her cleavage, clearly very visible and the waitress proceeded to assist him, completely ignoring the true existence, and at one point pressing her well-shaped breasts into his arms. And to his credit, Yagi didn't really react, but you couldn't blame him if he had. The woman had gained, which is way more evident than you wish it was. You're pretty sure he was already used to getting this type of attention, and he made his orders, and the woman walked off. Uh, sorry about that. He says, placing his elbows on the table and resting his head on his hands. Big puppy blue eyes gazed at you. Sometimes people will act that way. 
you smile shrugging your shoulders but uh you know what about you what are you studying ah well you know i'm an engineering student with a minor in mathematics oh wow you're smart i never had the brains for school like that oh don't say that it's true heart's big big heart but head empty you laugh <laughs> Uh, I didn't think, I don't think that. Plus, you know, it must not be easy making yourself the symbol of hope. Yeah, but it's much easier when you have smart people by your side. It's fun and all getting to the top, but staying there are two different goals. Oh, well, you know, heavier the head, the worse the crown, the thicker the neck has to be. Hmm. You know, it just means that it, it's tough being a person in charge. It's a lot of responsibility and expectation, so your support system has to be strong to hold you up when things go wrong. Oi, that's clever, he says with a little, a little smile. And on cue, the food was brought to your table by two waiters who asked for autographs. It was cute to watch him blush as he did so, like this was all still new to him. It's strange that he seems very different in public than in private. His voice lowered and he became more demure, versus the all my persona of being loud, extroverted, and extremely friendly. Once they had left, he came down from his persona once more. Inky, uh, not to be too forward, but, uh, but like, uh, would you want to, you know, continue our late night drive? Oh, sure, I would love to. You laugh to yourself, placing a hand over your mouth. What's so funny, he asked between bites. Oh, no, it's just, it's kind of crazy this is all happening. I mean, I wouldn't have even been at the seminar had it not been for my best friend Mitsuki. And I'm super glad that I had the chance to be there. Well, you're going to have to extend my thanks to your friend. I think it would have been sad had not not seen such a cute little face in my crowd. It gave me somebody beautiful to look at. You press your lips together. You place down your fork and covered your face with your hands. Inky, something wrong? You sat there quiet for a while. It's just so much. You know, you don't have to flatter me like this. Wow. High and mighty of you to think that I'd play games like that. Who said I was just trying to flatter you? What I said was the truth. I see beauty and I say beautiful. I'm a simple man. Simple solution, simple man. You bursted into laughter, holding your gut as you reveled in joy. He poured another glass of wine, smiling along with you. Thanks, you huff, but I think I need some air now. No problem. You were outside waiting as he paid. The chill from the night breeze chilled your bones, but you ignored the feeling for the warmness that flowed in your chest. You knew this could never work. That it never could, never would. But for tonight, just one night, he could be yours. You jumped, shivers crawling up your spine. Oh, I'm sorry, Yagi said with a laugh. I didn't think that would scare you. But you know, here it's chilly. Take this. He placed a hoodie around your shoulders, and it was looked a little foolish as it was big enough to be an oversized dress on you. He opened a car door like a gentleman and entered to his side. Uh, you know where you want to go? Hmm. You bake your bottom lip as he pulled out of the parking lot. the most <laughs> scenic route right to your hotel. You giggled as your shyness peeled away. Yagi's mouth dropped open but he caught himself. He relaxed his seat and you could practically see him sweat. Oh, 
well if um if that's what you want uh you know you know it you wanted to say something to make him sweat even more but what could you say hmm and that's when the little devil on your shoulder came in handy especially when he'd had a little cup of wine uh yeah i would really like for you to united states smash this pussy Yagi swerved through the red light. Yes, his voice cracked. You can't say that. You laugh maniacally, loving the look of frustration and embarrassment and desire that makes in his face and the most unstoppable man you've ever met. Or, that's fine. If it's from you, then I can sure take quite the pounding. <laughs> his ears turned red and you could barely notice the car was now turning at 90 miles an hour. I heard you were, you know, as hard as steel. Does that include the whole package? <laughs> right? Inky, I, I think you might have had too many drinks. Don't be silly. I just had like two cups plus. I know what I want. You reached out, massaging the fabric of his sweatpants and slowly making it to the bulge. His eyes narrowed as he looked straight ahead to the empty roads. But how far could you push this? Pulling on his pants down, his cock swung free. Oh, did you go commando just for me? You asked. Oh, no, no I just, I, I like to breathe. Oh, interesting. You say while undoing your seatbelt, dropping your knee to the car floor. Wait, wait, he says. As your hand grabs his fully red cock, you press your lips and lean in, gently placing your hand on his cock. Yagi swifts in his seat, his body stiffening. Your tongue licks around its tip. It was big enough as the rest of him, and you were honest, you probably couldn't handle all of that. But that wasn't something he didn't need to know. Wait a minute, let me just uh, pull over. Your tongue swirled at the head of his cock, making sure to cover it fully with your spin. You felt as the car geared off-road, and he placed his car into park. And just as quickly, he leaned the driver chair back. Your tongue shifts up and down the length of him, tasting salty skin. Inky, fuck. He moans, a thick hand caressing your head and neck. Slipping on the head of his cock, you smile, and he twitches with pleasure. Your head bobbing up and down, taking as much as you could, but you can feel his hips buckling, trying to set a pace. But you popped your lips, sending him the message that you were in fact in charge here. And you kiss your way back to the other side, letting one hand drip off his um, drift up to cuff his balls. They are firm and heavy as you palm them, tugging them ever so gently, earning them the sigh of pleasure from him. Looking through the rearview mirror, you can see as his head pulled back, resting on the top of his chair, long flowing hair framing his face, and his cheeks were flushed. A hand holding at the top of his head for dear life. And that brought vigor to your movements, letting out hot breaths as you looked around his cockhead, earning a few good body quivering grunts. Your legs stiffened as your ego got drunk on the power that you had. Over and over, you bobbed your head, making sure to take a little deeper each time. Just a little faster, Yagi breathed heavily, recklessly and sharp through gritted teeth. The veins of his cock pulsed. His hips thrust into your mouth, and without warning, 
a hand gripped your hair, forcing your head to stay in place as you braced yourself. I'm coming, I'm coming, you grounded and groaned as he pumped hard into your mouth, making you gag as thick liquid sprayed down your tongue and throat. He let it go and it got swayed, pulsing and squirting in your mouth, pouring down the corner of your lips. Pulling away, you look at him, his chest expanded with deep breaths, his tear-filled eyes look at your lips and a soft thumb trying to clear the corners of your mouth. Your mouth opens, showing him all that you had accumulated, drops of it leaking onto his thighs and you swallow, giving a little smile. You know, coming like that wasn't very plus ultra of you, you say, giving him a teasing little tone. His hands cradled your face and pulled you in for a kiss. Your lips met, wet, soft, and hungry for more. Your tongues danced as he pulled you on top, your teeth girding and nibbling and pulling at the bottom of his lip, slowly letting go. A soft touch brings your crop top up as his warm hands encircle your waist, feeling the soft flesh of your back. His head bent, giving kisses to your neck as his nose tickled, giving small kisses. Your body yearned for more, and his hands roamed lower, cupping at your ass and massaging. Go sit at the back. He whispered in your ear, and you smirked knowingly, and you followed between the seats, and with a little pat on the ass of encouragement, your body burned for more than just a touch. Exiting the car, he adjusted the seats, pulling them further, and pulling the seats back, giving you both some more space. But once he entered, the back of the car feels small, and on his hands and knees, he finds his way on top of you. His face at your belly as he undoes the jean button with his mouth, bringing the zipper down with his teeth. His hands hugging him down your thighs, lifting your hips from the seat and placing kisses on your newly uncovered areas. He removes the flats and your jeans hit the floor, and he takes off your shirt and places it on top of your pants. He follows by doing the same, his hands immediately beginning to trace your thighs, letting the heat drag on needlessly. Your legs were further apart and this makes him tense, swallowing hard. Yaki kisses up the side of your thigh and you spread your legs even more. The panties were slightly moist already and he pushes them closer, reaching his tongue to lick them. His mouth teases your slit as he keeps looking until your panties are completely soaked before he takes them off with ease. Don't get too excited, you smirk grabbing fistfuls of his hair. It's hard not to from my angel. His tongue works feverishly against your left folds, two digits pointing, pumping in and out, stroking gently, as his thick fingers made it feel like so much more. His gaze burned against the shivers that sparked from your toes to your head. Softly, his mouth came over your sex, softly on your clit, his fingers working you expertly, bringing your pleasure to a crescendo. Your hands move on his head, up and down, adding more stimulation as your head fell back to the seat in pleasure. Car lights flickered in the distance and that made your grip stronger. A small gasp escapes you as he lifts your thighs, waving your legs around his neck. His hot tongue looking at your rear, working in circles, eyes closed, a wave of relief rushes through you as you make your moans. Feeling the pleasure and moisture dripped 
onto the seat. Mmm, that was tasty. Now he says with a coffee smile, move over. And so you move closer to the car door, one leg resting on the front seat. Yagi holds you tight as he positions himself, opening the condom and placing it on his hardened cock. I do have one request, you interject. He stopped moving his hands, his arm tense as he swallowed anything you want. <laughs> Once again, your lips curl and it gave him that all too familiar evil little laugh and smile. I want you to say, I'm here when you're coming inside of me. He was motionless for a second and then he shook his head. Out of all the things that you could want, fine, but brace yourself. His eyes narrowed, you look into Yagi. And you can feel his second cock positioning itself. And he leaned forward, kissing your neck. And you moan, as softly sinking into you, parting your legs further. You're so fucking tight, babe. He whispered, and the windows fogged. As you try to catch your breath, your nails clawed into his back, and the fullness almost painful. Belly swollen, waiting a few seconds before moving, he started slow. But things went very fast, very quickly. One hand at your waist as you kept you locked in place. Yagi pushed your crop top up, letting your bralette to one side, and his eyes feasted upon your bouncing breast. One hand cupping them as his fingers trapped your budding nipples tightening around them. Your gaze was over. Your moans filled the car. Your body bounced with this thrust, and you were washed more than sure that the car was bouncing with you. Yagi, fuck, he moaned, and he couldn't understand your worry. As he moved his hand from your breast down to your ribs to the swell of your belly, the rough callous hands against your soft skin driving you to an edge. Police sirens sounded in the background. Yagi's hips moved faster. The adrenaline filling the both of you. Come on, my cockingy, he growled. Grabbing your hips even tighter, fingers digging deep enough to leave marks on your skin for tomorrow. The sirens wailed louder. Your body ached around him, clenching. Thoughts scattering. Oh, fuck. Well, I'm about to come, he moaned to your ear, and his body slammed into you with a force you never felt before. Your hands held onto his chest and let your mind shatter as the orgasm flowed. I'm fucking here, Yagi said between clenched teeth and his body trembled. Red and blue lights came by. His body covers yours as you try to recover. He leaned over to the window, tucking your legs underneath him while the knock came through the door. His cock was still hard inside of you. Yo, hello, officer, Yagi said, rolling down the tinted windows a smidge. Oh, shit, you're, oh my, my son is a big fan of yours, but uh, are you okay? What are you doing out here? Oh, I just uh, needed some directions on my phone, was in the back seat, so I pulled over, uh, I just found it. Tiagi said, pulling a phone from his back pocket. Oh, no problem, uh, have a good night, sir. Uh, same to you, he said, and you slayed breathlessly. You heard the officer walk away and the sound of the engine roared. 
That was close, you say. An all might moved a little, letting your body have some space again. Oh, shit, Yagi said, his eyes open wide. What's... You followed his gaze down exposed to his exposed cock head. The condom had broken around it. Uh, don't worry, I take breath control. And you can see his expression relax. So, uh, how about we make it to the hotel room? Yagi smiled, and he placed a small kiss on your cheek. He made his way to the front seat. Let's ride, he said with a grin. And that was the end. I hope that you guys have enjoyed the reading. Um, I haven't done this in a very long time, so it's kind of weird to do it again. But um, it's definitely fun, and I will continue to do more of the stories. Remember, the original is available on AO3 or archive of our own. Thank you for joining me and bye.